You know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yay! Welcome. Hey, it's good to be with you. Welcome. Great to be with you as well. Okay, craziness going on in the world. I mean, does it does it ever <laughs> not well, lately? It, it, well, the difference with now at any other time is there's always craziness. It's like when there's substitute teachers in school. There's always the kids shooting spitballs and that, except for there's just a leadership vacuum yes. in, in our in our world uh, at, at at the middle tiers. And it's being filled by a few at the top that don't have people's best interest. Oh, it's a great way of saying so, it. And so there's no leadership here pushing back on these guys. And there's crazy. So it's it's not that the world's crazy. It's just it's just the crazies are at the bottom and the top and allowing it to go crazy. True. Yeah, I mean, and, and it does constantly get crazier. And it's almost like when once you hit crazy, they have to push <laughs> the envelope to get crazier next time and crazier the next yep. time. For, for example, you know, everyone was kind of used to COVID shutdowns at this point, right? So, yep. you know, travel restrictions, shelter in place, uh, masks, all, all that junk, right? So, so, but the World Economic Forum is meeting this week in Davos. Mm-hmm. And what's on their agenda? It's planning for a new pandemic. Ooh. Ooh. And and probably their their new monetary system that they've been talking about, which a lot of the stuff they have to put the brakes on, some of it they need to accelerate or else they're going to have to put the brakes on it, right? Their time to attack is kind of now, right? So, mm-hmm. so when I was thinking about it this morning, it's like, okay, how can they have a pandemic that's going to scare people when nobody's really scared of COVID anymore, right? So, yep. so what could possibly come during an election year? And I know people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but they have to come up with something that's bigger and badder and worse to actually make it so they do some kind of weird political shenanigans that have mm-hmm. to do with voting and not getting people to actually go to the votes. And, sure. you know, they have yeah. to mail them in because there's a crisis, whatever, right? That's what they did last time. I'm not saying mm-hmm. anything new. But but what could be worse than COVID? Well, what's happening this year? It's like I'm just trying to put into people's minds, not saying that this is going to happen, but expect something that unexpected. Right. So like the, the Olympics are this year in Paris. Well, what if there's some kind of a pandemic that erupts then over the summer, mm-hmm. right in time for an election, you know, thing like, but it's got to be worse than COVID. Maybe it's some kind of a hemorrhagic fever or whatever. Right. I mean, I think they have to go one step further, but people have to wake up to the fact that they are going to manufacture crisis that's so big, yeah. that's so bad that because we've gotten kind of thick skin to some of the crisis from the past. Yep. Right. It's like we, we've become thick skin to banks failing, for example, you know, we've, we've seen it. We've seen Silicon Valley. We've seen this and that. And it's like, all right, if another bank fails, it's like, well, too bad. So sad. You're not going to see the eruption that you saw last time, unless it's a really big bank. Right. Right. Um, you're not going to see uh, a, a currency crisis unless a big bank fails. But but so I, w- I was thinking about something this morning. It's like you've got countries like Argentina that are actually um, their 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 president is going like yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Mila is doing everything he said he was going to do, and I'm like, everything. wow, yeah, mm-hmm. he's- everything. And yet he's pegging the Argentinian currency to the dollar. 
So here's where I don't think that's going to last for very long because it kind of like old habits die hard, right? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. We've been the world's reserve currency for like four, since 1944. So mm -hmm. like 90 mm -hmm. years or whatever it is. So when whenever a country is going through moments of instability, currency crisis, whatever, it's like, okay, we've got to fix our currency. Let's peg it to the U.S. dollar. They're the world's reserve currency. Well, so even now, president of Argentina doing what? Wants to peg to the U.S. dollar. I'm thinking, wait, doesn't he know that we have so much debt we can't pay it off? That our debt service on our debt's now over a trillion dollars a year. Yeah. That, that we've hit a point where it's mathematically impossible to pay back the debt because our debt to GDP is 123%. Once you hit 100, those countries never survive. So it's like, why would he peg his currency to the U.S. dollar? Hmm. And, and the reason is because we're in this transition, right, where, where we're moving away from everything that we've known for the last 90 years. But here's where I'm not in the, in the business of making predictions or guarantees, right? But, mm -hmm. but it's almost like I bet six months from now, people aren't going to be pegging to the U.S. dollar because it's no longer going to be the biggest kid in the sandbox. It's going to probably be the BRICS currency, right? So, but in this time frame, people are saying, ooh, the dollar is going to be strong for a while. Countries that are going through turmoil, they're pegging themselves to the dollar because it is still the global stability icon. I would say they think it's the global stability icon, but it's truly not anymore. But again, you can't teach an old dog new tricks that what's worked in the past, this is normalcy bias and where it just kills people is they think, oh, it worked in the past. So it's going to work in the present and in the future. We're in that transition where I do think because of our debt, because of bad politics, because of mismanaged money, because of a mismanaged economy, because we, we now pay out more in entitlements than three times as much as Rome did. Rome fell when one third of the population was on entitlements. We're at about 80 something percent of our total budget. Mm. It's like, what? Man. On, on that? This is insane. When you, uh, so when you add up Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, women, infant, children programs, food stamps, and the interest on our debt comes to, $4.716 trillion. We bring in $4.721 trillion. It's like 100%. Our interest, just, just the interest. Just entitlements and interest payments. Oh my wow. gosh. I mean, it's it's bad. So, so you're seeing economists across the globe, um, like this article that you have on the screen, it's like, buckle up for a bumpy 2024. It is going to be bumpy. Why? Because we've got inflation that they haven't defeated. We've got interest rates that they think are going to come down, right? Mm -hmm. the, I mean, Janet Yellen, Jerome Powell have said, we're going to lower rates. It's like, wait a second. The numbers that came out last week said inflation that was higher than expected. So much for, for the slowing down of, of, you know, reducing interest rates. You're going to have to rate hike everything. You're going to have to have rates go up to slow down the inflation that came back unexpected to them. It's like, no. We knew that that's not un unexpected. We knew that inflation wasn't what they said it was. We've been talking about it for a year. Hmm. Well, then you've, they've got another pickle, which is full-time jobs um, are just falling off the cliff. People aren't being hired. That's a for sure sign of a recession looming, right, or actually here right now. So you've got these inflationary pressures, 
heightened um, recession. People don't have money. Google, Amazon, and City in the first two weeks of this year are laying off massive amounts of people. Citigroup just announced they're laying off 10% of its entire workforce, so like 20-something thousand people. Wow. This is Bidenomics at its finest. Right? Well, it's, it's like, I want to point out something all on that. Those it, lives it, it, it's not just the person working there. Like if I go to Home Depot here in Lee Summit, Missouri, there's one teenager in the whole checkout line, you know, just making sure this scan and everybody's self checkout. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's not just, well, that guy that would have been working there checking people out, he's lost income. It's the fact of that's a human not getting money that's going to be spending it on chicken at the store and oh, a Valentine's yeah. card for his wife and a pair of jeans, you know, for it, machines don't take income and spread it out in the economy. Right. And so it's not just the person that loses money. It's that's, that's a sprinkler that, that redistributes that income on the businesses around them. Mm-hmm. And so Good it's, point. it's a multi-tiered effect. It's not just, Oh, look at all these people losing their job. Like that, that poor guy is not going to have any money now. It's he doesn't get money. And then ricochet that back out. It's not like people earn money and save it all. Mm-hmm. They earn money and then they buy milk and gas and whatever else. So like all those jobs affect all the jobs around them. Even if you think you're not impacted, like, well, I, I do this and this and it'll never mm-hmm. go away. Your customers are losing their jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're losing their jobs. They're not spending money. So government revenues come down, income taxes, sales taxes. If people aren't working, they're not going to be able to buy houses. If people aren't buying stuff at Home Depot or whatever you're talking about, right? Well, then what? Then the manufacturers that Home Depot is buying from aren't having orders either. I mean, this truly just spreads like a wildfire. And so even Jamie Dimon, um, chairman of JP Morgan Chase, you know, one of the most powerful CEOs in the country. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He described, uh, and you have to realize he's been a supporter of all of these globalist plans for a long time. Yeah, And he said the U.S. economy is being on a sugar high from stimulus money handed out during the pandemic and the Fed's quantitative easing. So now he's pulling back to save credibility for himself because somebody's got to speak out against this. When you know that a crisis, a collapse is coming, you better speak out against it yeah. or you're going to be basically be accused of, well, you knew about it and you didn't tell us. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's starting to happen is he's being very um, outspoken against this bad economy. Right. And, and these are his people. I'm sure he's in Davos right now, right. Talking about Jeez. what comes next. Yep. Right. So, so is there a glimmer of hope? Yeah. There's always a glimmer of hope because Jesus is still on the throne. God Amen. is still in charge, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always a glimmer of hope, but we need to wake up and actually get people, God fearing, amazing people who will bring back our freedoms rather than continue to attack our freedoms and take them all away. Um, until we get to that point and say, well, hope is, is waning, but I, I don't believe that, that, I, I don't believe that God's not in control, right? God is always in control mm-hmm. because he's God, right? And when we follow him and he gives us creativity and wisdom and discernment and understanding and faith to actually yeah. get through these crises, well then, yeah, you shouldn't be afraid. You really truly shouldn't be afraid. And this is where I've been doing a lot of study on this, this, you know, during this first 21 days of the year in fasting. And, and, you know, it's like, if we look at, things from a point of victory from the jump, 
Mm-hmm. Like every crisis in life, every hurdle, every relationship problem, every business problem, every financial problem. If you were to look at every one of those problems and say, okay, look at it from a point of victory. Like, you know, you're going to win because God's in control. It makes all of those really small. It's like, all right, it's going to be here for a time, a brief time, and we'll win. We'll be okay. Whereas if you went into every obstacle, every hurdle in life from a point of defeat, it's like, why would you even want to get up in the morning? Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's no hope. But this is where there is hope in this, mm-hmm. at least financially, right? We can allocate properly to take advantage of these trends rather than those trends taking advantage of us. And as the dollar is in trouble, things like that are tangible like silver and gold tend to soar. So dollar goes down, silver goes up. Is that right? And that's kind of what we feel like we're going to be experiencing even more of. Yeah. I mean, I was just looking at a chart this morning with with producer Colton, and it's like, when you look historically, it's almost wild. When you superimpose the dollar, which is like that light blue um, against silver. So whenever the dollar is up, silver is down. Whenever the dollar is down or silver is up, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. this is crazy. It's like a completely inverse relationship. Well, we're entering into a point where the, the demand for the dollar is going the way of the dodo bird. It's going to the BRICS nations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a very weak dollar. Well, what <clears> does history tell us? Silver soars during times like that. When the dollar is weak, silver should soar. So so it's like, I don't have a frown on my face about what's coming because we can allocate properly to take advantage of it. And you may, Flyer family, you may be sitting here today thinking, I wouldn't even know um, you know, how to do that. Like I may have an IRA or, you know, um, I, I wouldn't even know uh, what direction to go or even to get how, when to get out yeah. of it. That's why we partnered with Dr. Kirk. We've known him now for over 25 years. That is a quarter of a century. Long time. A long time, long man. We're getting old. We, we met in grade school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've known each other a very long time and we completely trust him. You know, his dad was a mentor of ours when we were newly married. And, um, and so, when we talk to Dr. Kirk and his team, you can set up an appointment and they'll walk you through this. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. There's two ways you can do it. The first way is you can go to flyovergold.com. There's great videos, different things there. But when you scroll down, there's a place to fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up your free consultation. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. At least find out your options. Yep. What can you do during this time to protect yourself? They are a great team to help you walk and, and through And to put it. you in, in products that you can trust. You know, yes. at live events, I regularly will talk to people that are like, I'm so sad. I bought silver from such and such company and I paid 70, maybe close to $80 an ounce for something that should be spot price, $25 an ounce or, you know, in, in that range. So, uh, Really cut through that. You need you need to you know call two or three companies, find out what the deal is. See do they charge a commission when you get out of it. See what is the spot price mm-hmm. per ounce. And if there's a big explanation of yes, it's three times what the spot price is, but there's this great story. You know, man, nobody's going to want your great story when you go to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's 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 how many how much you know are you going to get per ounce. So look at these things. That's what these guys are going to inform you of. So you're making wise choices to be able to beat uh beat this this uh this economic storm we're in. That's exactly right. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, it used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff and it was 75 years before, 50 years, you yeah. know, before. 
And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi. I'm David Whitey. <laughs> if we can skip the hi, my name's David Bird, because that's where I got to tend to derail. Hi. <laughs> but I did good. See, look. First thing says, say your name. Say your name, <laughs> say your name David Whitey. <laughs> Have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about... Friend at school. <laughs> Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail and you're talking to your friends at school, they, they bring up your flat earth and you think it's a flat earth. I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. I got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now. You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.